Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest with us. I have Neil Pizzula. Hey there, Neil. How's it going? Hi, how are you? Beautiful. It's a wonderful sunny day over in Las Vegas. How about yourself? Pretty sunny here in central New York. Wonderful. All right, so Neil, I like getting the show just right into it. So could you please just tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm 45 years old. I live in central New York. I have a wife, two kids, dog, cat. Um, I'm a gamer. I've been playing since, God, I can't remember, five years old, six years old, back on the days of Atari. For sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm going to get into you as a person, you as a gamer, and all of that here in just a minute. Before we do, I ask every guest a single question to start. I'm going to ask you just like I ask everybody else. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being high, how weird are you, Neil? <laughs> Probably a five. And why do you say that? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of not too weird, but I'm not too normal either. So Okay, right middle of the road. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so Neil, this is the gamerpreneur. So I know it's you're gonna have to cast your memory back a long ways, but when did you first start playing video games? I want to say on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Okay, and how did that go? Like you bought it yourself, family buy it for you? No, it was What's a story. I believe it was a Christmas present when I was a kid. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. And you started off on the Atari and it was love at first pixel. Yes. Pitfall, um, adventure, combat. I love those games. Wonderful. Okay. And I'm assuming over the years you continued to play different systems, different games. Yes, sir. Wonderful. Okay. And what do you play today? Xbox. Mainly. Okay. What, what game? Right now, I'm doing another walkthrough or another playthrough of Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah, but I'm, I'm mostly in Gears of War and um, Assassin's Creed. Okay, so Gears, do you do that solo, co-op, or online? Uh, a little bit of each. <laughs> you, you're able to get your wife to play with you? <laughs> my wife runs in the other direction yeah. with her chainsaw. Like, no, no, they're that way. Or <laughs> more my nine-year-old plays. My my daughter plays with me more than the wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not so sure when I want to get my daughter involved. She's three at the moment. I'm like chainsaws are probably a little much for you now, yeah. but you got to get them started young, right? Like that way they get the the reflexes. I'd give them a couple a couple more years, maybe around five or six. <laughs> okay, one, <laughs> one more gaming related question and then I want to know more about you as a person and what you okay. do IRL, all right? So you have had the whole gamut of video games. You've basically played them all or at least had yeah. the opportunity to play them all. If you had to choose one, is your all-time favorite, which one is it and why? Game? Yeah. Or system? Game. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Probably because it's the one I have the most time into would be the XCOM series. Okay, the original XCOM or the the newer ones? All of them. I, all I just of them. love the whole thing. I, I I played the originals all the way to through XCOM two. Wonderful. Okay, so now let's go over to the preneur part. Can you give me your professional background? What do you do IRL, Neil? 
I work at a recycling facility. Very cool. Um, okay, and what do you do? A little bit of everything. Um, I sort, we sort cardboard, we sort metals, we sort plastic. Um, I drive a bobcat, I drive a forklift, I drive a loader. Okay. Yeah. It, it, every day is something different. I don't know every day when I go to work what I'm going to be doing. All right. So, um, one of the point, or like one of the missions of my show, is to be able to show people out there, other gamers, that you know we're not locked into like that stereotypical gamer, whatever it is people say we're supposed to be doing. Yes. Right. So there's all of these options. Every option is available to anybody, and I want them to understand like what is like when you think recycling center, you know, people are probably thinking like the dump, but that's not it, is it? Yes and no. Okay. The, we have, we were, we have a big building. The building next to us is like the dump we take garbage in. The building that, the part of the building I'm in, we have all this equipment. We have two balers, bunch of lines and everything gets sorted out and it's got its own bin that it goes in and we have to, you know, it goes back, gets bailed up, gets put on trucks and shipped out. Very cool. So, yeah. like, like what percent of stuff like come that comes in gets recycled ultimately? A hundred percent. Oh, incredible! Yeah. So what, what, like, what happens to it all? Like, tell me. This is so exciting. They get um, like, like our paper and cardboard gets bailed up and shipped over to. Some of it gets shipped over to China. Some of it goes to Germany. The, the plastic that we're recycling now is being used to make ventilators for COVID. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. And so you you help you basically do everything. It's you said so. Um, a little bit, what, whatever they need. Okay. What like is this a fun job? Like, do you enjoy it, or is this? Some days it can be fun, but some days it can be tedious depending on how busy we are. Cause some days we're really busy and other days it's just like, you know, there's not much to do. So it's boring some days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, how did you get into it? I've been there. I just completed my 17th year. Um, I was working at another job and they closed and I needed a, a job. So I went through a temp service and this was available. And I, I applied and got the job and I've been there ever since. Wonderful. And I mean, obviously you must like it a little bit if you've been there for 17 years. Yes, it's, it's, it's good. Plus I have a few really good friends that work there. Okay. Now uh, for someone out there, maybe somebody somewhere has decided like, Hey, this sounds really cool. I'd love to be able to do this recycling work. How does somebody get into it? Like, are there qualifications? Like what, what's required? Um, well, I know for, for my job, because I, I, I drive equipment, I need a driver's license. Um, plus, we also have to be trained for the equipment itself. But as far as somebody like just coming off the street to work, high school education, to work on the lines, that's about it. Okay, wonderful. It's kind of a simple, fairly easy job. That part of it. Hey, it's an integral part of society, though. Like, yes. imagine what would happen if your your facility and every other recycling facility shut down. What would happen to the economy? Oh, it would be chaos because there everything would be piling up, and it would it would just it would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I have not lived through yeah. a, a trash strike myself, but I can only imagine what it's like. 
we had um, debates as to whether they were going to close my part of the building for COVID. And um, good thing they didn't because it would have just been a nightmare. Okay. So um, let me see here. Neil, um, how do you balance this day job with the rest of your life? Because, you know, it's, uh, I'm assuming it's kind of like an eight hour job, but yeah. is this something eight, that like weighs on you at all after you get, after you get home or is this something you can leave behind? I can leave it behind. Wonderful. It's not, yeah. It's not too awful. When I first started working there, I would bring it home, but I've learned because I've been there long enough to just, you know, whatever goes on, goes on at work and it just stays there. Okay, so I actually want to talk about that for just a second because I'm rock on for being able to get over it. I've known so many people over the years, even if they've been there for 10 years, like it's a job and they know it's a job, but even still at home, they're still talking about it. Their family you yeah. know, has to deal with it. What, what did you do? Like what, what mental switch got flipped and you're like, I'm done? Um, well, you know, it, I look at it like this. It's not fair to my wife and my kids if I bring my job home and I'm grouchy and grumpy. So I try the best I can to leave it at work so I don't take it out when I get home on my family. Wonderful. All right. So, um, Plus I, um, I played semi-pro football for six years and that helped out quite a bit. Okay. Fantastic. How's the pay? Decent, depending on what I'm doing. And what, what do you mean by that? Like, is it, is it task-based or like hourly? No, it, if I, if I'm working on one of the lines, I get a lower pay rate than I do if I'm working driving equipment. Okay. And that just depends on day to day. Yes. Yes. It depends on day to day. Okay. All right. And, uh, I'm assuming you see yourself here long-term and you're going to go to the distance or <laughs> what's the plan? <laughs> well, I can, in three more years, I'll have 20 years and then I can think about retiring. Because okay. I'm in the New York State retirement system, and we have a pretty decent retirement system, so. Fantastic. All right, what's yeah. the plan after you retire? You know, what's the five-year plan? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to be there a little while longer at the job. I'll probably be there past the 20 years. Like, so, you said you were 45? I'm 45, yeah. yeah and you're going to be able to retire in three years. That's amazing. Yeah, if I want to. <laughs> how do you get into that deal <laughs> i don't i don't know yet <laughs> okay um so tell me more about like your life like what's what do you, you have a family i do i have a wife and two kids okay I've been, I've been with my wife 22 years we have a 21 year old son and a nine-year-old daughter all right, congratulations. And yeah. how is it trying to balance all of this? Like you got the job, it's hard. It, it, got the family, it, but it, also the gaming, right? Like the gaming takes time. It does. It's hard. Sometimes it's like, you know, I, I want to do the gaming, but life gets in the way sometimes. All right. So it's like, you know, I try to I try to do this, but then it's like, hey, you can't do that. You got to do this. I, I understand. I was sitting here working before we got on this interview and my daughter came up and I'm like, I can't ignore her. So I, I have to. Oh, obviously. Her. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> perfect. Okay. Um, so Neil, do you have any advice for any other gamers out there who are struggling to find a balance or either, you know, struggling to be able to keep working and gaming? Um, make sure you don't let one take over the other. And to always 
try and find time um, for both, especially, you know, if you got a family and that, obviously the job has to come first. See, I use my gaming to help me relax. And um, I use it as, sometimes as a, like a, as a way to, hey, you know, I'm going to get away from things for a while. So, but you, you got to find the time. It's, it's just, it's hard. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, you, I, I want to talk for a moment because um, a lot of the people who come to my show for the first time, they will see some of my other guests and they're in the gaming industry or they're business owners, but I really do try to make it a point of talking to anybody. And there's a reason, and, and Neil, you're a hero. And I genuinely believe that because if it was not for people like you doing the kind of work that you're doing, this not known in society would it be able to operate. And I really want to be able to put a spotlight on people like you and really thank you for what you do because you are so integral. And I hope people are telling you that. And if nobody has, please let me be the one. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, um, how, how, what advice do you have for anybody else? Like you, you've lived a, a full life here and you've, you've seen, you've tried different things. You've got the family. What, what advice would you have for gamerpreneurs out there? Um, just try to find a balance in not to sweat in, in your real life. Try not to sweat the, the little stuff in your gaming life. You know, don't take it too serious either. Absolutely. It's just, Yeah. Okay. So Neil, uh, I'd like to talk a little more personally about you if I can. Okay. okay. So I believe that we learn the most in our lives from our failures. When we screw up or when we get smacked in the face, something happens, you know, we get knocked down, we have to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, look around, figure out what happened and then be able to move forward. So I'd like to ask you, what do you consider your biggest failure in life and what did you learn from it? Um, Probably not taking my schooling serious when I was in high school for a couple of years, and it kind of cost me from going to college. I went to college, but I mean a really good college. So, and you know, it what it taught me is, hey, you know, sometimes you need to take things a little, a little serious if you want to get farther ahead than where you are now. Certainly. All right. Yeah. What is something that you're working to improve on in yourself today? Um, not let, not let the little things bother me. I mean, I'm doing a better job at it, but I, I think I could do a little better. Got any advice for anybody out there? Cause that's a common problem. Yeah. It, it's a huge problem. <sighs> advice would be, just find something to, you know, if you, if you got something going on and it's, it's bothering you, just find something to um, take, take, it, take your time away gaming, read a book, something, you know. All right. Wonderful. Now, Neil, it's kind of a fun question, all right? What, did, what do you think is something that people misunderstand about you the first time they meet you? <laughs> um. that I'm not, uh, how, how can I put this? 
I'm not as rough as I look. I'm, I'm more of a gentle giant than how I portray myself sometimes. All right. Yeah, you, um, I think you started off the interview not smiling, and here you are smiling. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Neil, this has been a fantastic interview. I really do appreciate you coming on and, and, ex and sharing with the rest of the world what you do. Um, for, if someone wanted to reach out to you, how would they be able to contact you? I am on Twitter at um, Neil Pez. I'm on Facebook. My name. Um, I have an email. My email is NY. N is in Nancy, Y is in yellow, A is in Alfred, F is in Franklin, L is in Lion, 71 at AOL.com. Yes, I have an AOL. I'm still on that old. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tell people that, you know, most people keep their first email address, right? That's my like, first email. And then yes. you never let it go because that was my email address. I'll never get that. Yes. <laughs> I still have mine from when I was a teenager. And like, people are like, that's your email? I'm like, that's the one I don't give to anybody. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, now, Neil, do you have any final thoughts you want to share or anything I didn't ask you think we still need to cover? Um, I don't think so. I think we're pretty good. Wonderful. All right. Neil Pezzula, thank you so much. I genuinely appreciate you coming on with us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And for everybody else, I'm going to remind you all, don't be just a gamer. Be a gamerpreneur.